0: a lot of just yeah tired days in the house would get messy and then we'd like power clean it in these marathon stressful horrible cleans and and you can only do what you can do with the energy you have and that's what my mom had she didn't have a better system and she even says that now you know I didn't know how to do it better than to just do it on the days when I had the energy and, and it just was always a stressful thing for us cleaning was always negative for me it was like oh cleaning chores it's like that for a lot of people is, yeah and so what I'm trying to do now is flip that in my own brain to say, this is part of life. We're not getting away from laundry. We're not getting away from dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, unless you're in the top 0.1% and <laughs> right. someone else does them for you, but we're not getting away from this stuff. So learn to love it. It's part of life. Yeah. And I want that for my kids to just think helping and, and making our home better and, making it a nice place for us to be not just for when we have company over but nice for when we're living in it
1: welcome to the schoolhouse life podcast where we believe that life is a schoolhouse
2: totally we're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling homesteading natural health care plant medicines natural childbirth healthy eating meditation creative endeavors overall self-sufficiency for the whole family
1: oh and don't forget self-development and spirituality
2: oh of course key players
1: We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly we want to encourage you to
2: never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Hey everyone, it's me Lacey. I am thrilled to be here today with someone who is uber talented at helping people clean up. I mean, literally that's what she does. And I couldn't be more inspired because I think we all have these messes going on in our life that we kind of close behind doors. And Stephanie is the secret slob and she knows all about that. And I'm really excited because I think we all have, you know, a closet or a garage or like room that when folks come over, you close the door and hope they never know. (laughs) And she's all about helping us get organized in a really effective way. And I'm really, really excited and stoked to connect you all with her and the resources that she provides. Before we move on though, Stephanie, I really like to start at the beginning because you are, you're an entrepreneur and we talk to a lot of people who want to be self Sufficient. They want to have their own businesses. They want to learn how to share what their passions are with the world. And I think that it's really cool to hear the history, the, the beginnings of people who are doing just that so that people can see, oh, I did that too. So I'm not pegged and in, in like, I have to do this thing that I have my degree in or whatever. So Stephanie, would you please just welcome, first of all, I'm so thrilled to have you.
0: (laughs) Hi, thank you for having me.
2: And then I'm also really excited to hear where you've come from. What is your story? Where did you, how did this come to pass?
0: Right. So I think it's really interesting that you were, and it's a really good point that you made. You do not have to have a degree in the thing that you're good at to do this. So you said, follow your passions to be an entrepreneur. I just want to say that my story could not be more opposite I started this channel because cleaning was the opposite of a passion for me. (laughs) It was a shame, it was a weakness, it was something I've been made fun of by my family and roommates and friends. I was a slob, I was a complete slob and a secret slob. And that's why I called my channel that because I liked to pretend it wasn't happening. And a lot of us do that, you know, panic clean our house before people come over and then pretend it's all fine. But on the inside you're like, oh, This house is crazy. Mm -hmm. So for me, starting this, it wasn't a passion. It wasn't a strength. If anything, it was probably my deepest, darkest secret, my biggest weakness and, and a huge embarrassment for me. And, but I, I was passionate about changing and growing. So the passion was probably there. And so I started this channel because I was so embarrassed. I didn't even want to ask a friend what to do. I couldn't, I didn't want to, I didn't know where to look for help. And so my mom would come up every few months and kind of bail me out and help me with laundry. And I would just be crying. And I'm like, I can't do this. I had two kids now. And it was just so hard. And it just seemed like, how can I not just do this it's you just don't know how to do it and people don't these house homemaking skills and housework skills are they are not in ingrained in us you have to be taught and if you were never taught how would you know and so I just started on a path of learning how to do it and I thought well I would share it on YouTube as kind of an accountability for myself never expecting that people would watch it not even expecting there was anybody else there out there like me and for a year I did this I just worked on it and worked on it worked on it and nobody watched and I don't want to say nobody because there was a hundred people that watched thank <laughs> you yes. Thank you 100 people it was a lot and they're a big deal and they still they're still with me today but compared to now right it's it's a lot different yeah so entrepreneurs you do not always have to look for something you're a master at. You could look for something you're terrible at and get better at it.
2: Well, and it's funny because as you're talking about it, I'm just thinking of like all the, I mean, people love transformation. People love before and afters. They love like watching things unfold and seeing people's journeys and knowing the hard parts too. And I think that's probably what's so appealing about what you're doing is that you're not like sugarcoating it, you know, it was rough, it was hard, it was difficult. And it's almost like a weight loss story or like a, you know, like an exercise journey and this transformation. And I just I think that's so I love that, that YouTube or social media in general can be used as a tool to help people take these steps towards transformation. And then like, that's so inspirational. I love it. It's wonderful. So what did you do before you were cleaning houses and and showing people how you were doing it on
0: YouTube? Well, so I was a recent-ish stay-at-home mom. At the point when I started, I had been home for a year and a half with my kids. I I had a one and a half year old and a six month old so two years. And before that, I was actually an environmental scientist. I worked in oil and gas. I did contamination cleanup and remediation of sites. Yeah, like 100 million (laughs) miles away from what I'm doing now. I was out there with my coveralls in the oil rigs. And so I did environmental science.
2: That is fascinating. Okay, so let's go even further back. Let's talk about like childhood. So were you... Did you always have a messy room? I mean, was this something that just was, you know, from the start?
0: Oh, yeah. My parents called me Miss Messy, Miss Busy. I am like the ideas girl that starts a project, gets everything out, and then sees something else to do and moves on. <laughs> and I have, they always say, you leave your little piles everywhere. And it's true. And it's still there. And so I, people have asked me to change my channel. they like, don't don't call it the secret lab anymore. You're not the secret Slob. I'm like, it, oh. It is still work for me to clean up after my own self, but I know how to do it a little bit more efficiently. But yes, I was always messy. I grew up in a house with just me and my mom and she was a single working mom. And oh, I can't even imagine. And so our life was a lot of just, yeah, tired days in the house would get messy and then we'd like power clean it in these marathon stressful, horrible cleans. And, and you can only do what you can do with the energy you have. And that's what my mom had. She didn't have a better system. And she even says that now, you know, I didn't know how to do it better. Mm-hmm. Than to yeah. just do it on the days when I had the energy. And, and it just was always a stressful thing for us. Cleaning was always negative for me. It was like, oh, cleaning chores. It's like that for a lot of people. Is, yeah. And so what I'm trying to do now is flip that in my own brain to say, this is part of life. We're not getting away from laundry. We're not getting away from dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're unless you're in the top 0.1% <laughs> right. and someone else does them for you. But we're not getting away from this stuff. So mm-hmm learn to love it. It's part of life. And I want that for my kids to just think helping and and making our home better and making it a nice place for us to be, not just for when we have company over, but nice for when we're living in it. It's so important.
2: It is so important. And I think you, like what you said about chaos, I think there is like an element of that. And you know, when my house when my house is like that, I, I, there is, it changes the energy across the board where, you know, it's, you can't relax. You can't sit down and read a book because you're, it's like staring at you from across the room. Right, Mm. It just gets really daunting and and it makes you not want to be there. And I think it's just such a neat thing to think about, like, how can we shift our mindset about cleaning? And I mean, if we're grateful, then we can't, not shift our mindset, right? Like we have plates because how fortunate are we that we have plates and silverware, and you know what I mean, all of these. And then we got to eat a good meal, and that we have food, and that you know, like there's all of these different levels to that that I yeah. think we do lose sight of. And you're, it's so smart to to pinpoint that for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. I like to always reference Mary Poppins a little bit because that's <laughs> what she says, you know, a spoonful yeah. of sugar right. makes the medicine go down, and uh, and that's exactly how it is. Is you have to take the medicine, you have to clean your house, mm. add that add that sugar you know, make it fun. Add, there's so many ways to do it. Make it, add music, add a timer, race your family, race yourself, listen to a podcast. I talk on the phone to my mom while I fold laundry. I sort my socks while my kids are in the tub. You don't have to begrudge these things because you're never getting away from them. That one hour a day, it's going to take you to maintain your home and, and granted, find a better way to do it. (laughs) Find an efficient way, an efficient system. That's important too, so that you're not, you know, running into a wall over and over, but find a way to make it fun. Mm-hmm. I it's think a big part of your life.
2: It is. And, and my kids, when they do their best, when they've made it, they've made it a, a game, like you said, and one of their favorites, this is a, just an insider skit secret. We, the kids will, when it gets real messy and I'm like, okay, I need you to do the kitchen or I need you to do the laundry or whatever. They'll set up the iPad and do a time-lapse video <laughs> of the, the before and after. And I'm like, you make as many time-lapse videos as you want to make. They yeah. Like, So again, back to that whole transformation, people are just inertly want to see the, like the progress. So,
0: yeah, I love that. And you know, I think it's what you were saying too, when you're in your own home and and blessing it for your own, for your own family is I noticed, I knew I was messy. It never bothered me until I had to be in my house all the time. For me, it was because I became a stay-at-home mom and I'm looking at my four walls and thinking, oh my goodness, you're right. I can't, I can't relax. I'm trapped. And I think that's something that's happened in the past year for a lot of people, because suddenly people who have not spent this much time inside their home mm. are, and they're faced with their own <laughs> messes and it's, and they're probably feeling a lot of the way that I felt just like, I can't get anything done until this well, is home.
2: Yeah. We, I mean, most people I think are experiencing a lot of that for the first time. We're homeschoolers. And so we're always home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My kids don't leave. For most of the day and then come home and we just make dinner together. They're getting their books out and their clothes are everywhere. And, you know, I mean, so it's kind of, you really have to come up with a system or you're just laying on top of piles all the time and they can't even find a place to put their books out, you know? So, so yeah, when you leave the home, then it, it leaves a lot of space for messes to not even happen. You make a mess somewhere else. Right. But yeah. Because everybody's been home so much more, it's yeah. I think it's coming to the rising to the top. This problem where people just don't know how to manage and come up with kind of a system that works for them. So, share with us. Okay, first, I'm curious. Did you have some resources that you turned to when you first started that were just kind of key resources that you really enjoyed?
0: Yeah, definitely. So my mom was really into vlogging, and she reads a lot of blogs. And so she, the one time she came up when I was just a mess. She said, oh, let's watch this YouTube channel I've been following called How Jen Does It. And the other one she watches is uh, Diane in Denmark. And Diane and I are actually good friends now. But anyways, this was back then. Mm -hmm. And we sat down and I said, okay. So we watched. And I said, what is this? We're just watching this woman clean her house. And she says, but just listen to how she does it. Watch her system. And she taught and Jen talks about her system and Diane talked about her system. And I was like, oh, oh, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be chaos or perfect. Yeah, There's a, there's a medium in there where we can just live mm. and we're not stressed. And, and yeah, it's funny because now I have a channel where I clean and watching these. And I remember my husband coming home and saying, what are you watching? <laughs> but so yeah, how Jen does it. And, and Diana Denmark, Mm-hmm. Where my first influence is YouTube. So a lot of the way that people find me too. Mm-hmm. And then they introduced me to the fly lady system. Mm-hmm. And so I really found that to be something that struck kind of a chord with me. And that's kind of what I've stuck with since then. And it's I use a modified version now, but I think everybody should modify any system they find to, to right. work for their life. Yeah.
2: Yes, okay, and you do, you have tools and resources for people and they can watch you clean, right? So that's really fun. And I was looking through your Instagram a little bit and saw just your before and afters of a garage space. And I was like, Oh, I need to do my garage, but I mean, I think like just seeing how you had it all sorted is so helpful, but you also have some like printable materials and, and things for people to use as a guide. Can you tell us a little bit about those?
0: Yeah. So like I say, I jumped into the fly, the fly lady system and as I've gone on a couple of years and talked with other people, we've kind of modified it a little bit, but I'll give her full credit for where I start and kind of the, the base and the core of the system, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have some principles now that basically you can just get everything you need to do onto one sheet and follow along with it. Do your best. It's not about getting every check mark. It's not about being perfect. It just gives you an idea of what actually needs to get that done that day. Because sometimes when it feels like you have to do everything, you won't do anything. So this says you do a little bit every day Mm. with the energy time that you have. Do your best and whatever doesn't get done, that's fine. Start again tomorrow and we'll do our best that day. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. So I do have some printables. I actually made them for myself originally, and then started sharing them. And we've modified them a bit based on kind of feedback. But for the most part, they're just things that I really felt like would have helped me mm-hmm. when I was starting and I still use them. So now I've put together a package that also has like instructions and stuff. And I think it's really helpful. Does it have a name? yes it's called the whole home cleaning printable package and so it's got instructions on how to do the system and then examples of my my weekly cleaning sheet and then there's a customizable fill in one that you can fill in yourself and and make it work for you that is the most most important thing is make any system work in your life your life isn't my life my life isn't the fly lady's life we are all different and it has to work for you otherwise you're just working for the system
2: well, it's interesting because I um when I, I know I've talked to my mom about this a little bit. She's not super clean. I'm not super clean. Her mom was very clean, like over the top clean. And I, I love my grandmother, but she's, you know, like wiping the crumbs out from under your plate while you're still eating. So she has her own methods, and that's what she loves to do. My mom was the opposite of that. And then we did a lot of like those chaos cleans, like you talked about. And now I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm definitely I've managed to get the kids on board with cleaning, and so that helps a ton because doing it a mo- if a mom takes it. All on herself. I really feel like that. But I know that we've talked about how in in olden times, there was like a day for each kind of activity, right? You clean the laundry on one day of the week, and then you uh, bake your bread on the next day. And there was sort of this rhythm to life that because we don't live life like that anymore, we, you know, everybody's off to school or off to work or, or even just we have so much more stuff than Mm -hmm. those people did, right? We have like multiple cars usually. So those are also filthy. And then you've got a garage. And I mean, when when those systems were set up, they were like, you know, three bedroom homes at max. And now we have all of these electronics and all these things that we have to clean as well. And Mm -hmm. the more that we have, the more responsibility we have to kind of be good stewards of all of that. So I think that these modern systems that you're talking about are so useful and helpful. And these systems aren't really new as much as they're just modified for our modern time. So I really think that that's it's so smart and, and wise to take care of our stuff because the messier it is, likely the more things are falling apart. And definitely right.
0: And I think it's interesting that you touch on us having more stuff because one thing I find that's really going hand in hand in this mm-hmm. for me, hand in hand with this for me, is minimalism. Mm-hmm. And not minimalism in a way where you you know sleep on a mat on your floor and you have no clothing just in a way where you only have the things you need. Yes. You don't have an excess of clothes. If you have 50 shirts, yes, your laundry day is going to be terrifying <laughs> because maybe you've put it off for 50 days. If you have right. a small amount of things, everything's just more manageable. And so I think sometimes people can be offended by minimalism because it scares them to throw away their things. And it's not asking you to throw away your beloved possessions. Hmm. Throw away the things that you don't need and that aren't serving you in your life. And they're just making more stress for you in the end. So I do, I do always try to recommend, yeah, decluttering and minimalism to kind of do as a parallel journey (laughs) with learning to clean. Because you can't, the the fly lady says, she says, you can't clean clutter. And it's so true. Dusting an open, or cleaning an open countertop versus cleaning a countertop with every gadget on it. It's night and day.
2: Difference. Yeah, you're so right. It's interesting. And and I saw too, you were talking about the capsule wardrobe. And I, I would love for you to just really quickly overview that because it's something that is so intriguing to me. I just went through all my shirt drawers the other day and it felt so good because you now they close easier and I can see what I have. And I, you know, I, they're sorted by like t shirts and tank tops, and and it feels really good to have that done. But then I look at my closet and I'm like, ah, oh, and I have this story behind every article. Of clothing of like, well, I bought that because I really liked it at the time and I'm having a hard time getting rid of it because, but I love the idea of a capsule wardrobe. So can you just tell me what that looks like? And is that something that you actually do and have?
0: Yeah, so my capsule wardrobe, has its own spin on it. Like I like to modify everything. But earlier this year, I realized that I have been pregnant or breastfeeding or in the midst of babies for five years. Mm-hmm. Everything I wore was a multifunctional item <laughs> with, you know, that you could breastfeed in or was a pregnancy accommodating shirt or it was gray or black. I had no color. I had, there was no life in my wardrobe. And I just looked and thought, what? This isn't me. I've lost myself and your clothes really speak so much to who you are and, and really can change how you feel in a day. And so I did start a a journey to upgrading my wardrobe and not necessarily buying expensive things, just upgrading it into things that I love and absolutely want to wear. And my capsule wardrobe is filled with things that serve purposes in my life that fit me, that look good on me, that make me feel amazing. And everything else does not get to come in. And so I have also found kind of a color scheme that I'm working with and all of that. But I think really more importantly, it's again, only allowing things in your life, in your closet that serve you and that you absolutely love. Cause I bet your closet might overwhelm you. I bet you're only wearing 20% of those clothes. I bet you wash your favorite t-shirt. And as soon as it's out of the wash, you're like, Hey, my favorite t-shirt's clean. I'm going to wash it again. We all do it, but you need to get more of those favorite t-shirts. So every piece in your Clothes that is something you're thrilled and excited to wear. Not, yes. oh, I thought I'd wear that if I lost five pounds or if I ever went on a cruise to the Bahamas, I'll wear that. Y- you can get a new shirt if you ever go on a cruise to the Bahamas. Oh, so just... what
2: a good permission slip. So it's interesting because I, you know, I think that in, and, and may, I don't think it's just me, but there's um, like this thrill of saving money. Mm-hmm. And in order to save money, I think a lot of times the irony is we have to spend money to save money because we go to a sale and we're like, Oh, look how much money I'm saving by like getting this shirt for $4. And the truth is it's not your favorite shirt. It's a shirt that's $4. And it's a shirt that you wouldn't have bought if it was full price. And so that is an interesting kind of challenge to kind of take on is like, okay, are you saving? Saving more money by just not going, or are you saving more money by buying one shirt that's full price versus seven shirts that are not your favorite shirt? So yeah, that's it. Just yeah, it's a really well and have you
0: ever found too, you spend more money on something. This is something I'm finding now because I'm very frugal, very frugal. I, I shop a lot of thrift stores, a lot of things in our right. home are secondhand. But here's the thing. What I've come to find is whether it's secondhand or not, if I buy a high quality item, mm-hmm. I tend to take care of it better. Whereas that $4 shirt from the sale, you're like, Oh, whatever. It was $4 and maybe you don't respect it, but that money is still money.
2: It's so true. It's so, and, and you know what? I will say some of my most favorite clothes have come from thrift stores and it's not about, you know, how much it costs. It's about, does it, is it my style? Does it fit me well? And you know, does it, yeah. Am I going to want it for years and years to come or is it like a passing phase So yeah, I love it. That's all really good tips. I feel like clothes is one of the most challenging things, especially when you start having kids because you're changing Mm -hmm. out sizes and you're changing, you know, like they get holes in the knees and then, you know, Mm -hmm. all of those things are really hard and it's probably a good place for all of us to really start to try your system.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love, yeah. I kind of love that this went to clothes because that's kind of a, a big thing for me, especially I do feel like as a mom, and I think this is pretty common, I did start to feel like I would shop for my kids because that's fun and they look cute and great and everything, but I'll just wear this gray sweater again, this shapeless gray sweater, (laughs) nothing against gray. I just was having a problem with too many gray things and just starting to fade into the background and letting my kids take center stage. And you know what? My kids are amazing. They are everything. But if I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of them. And part of that is, you know, grooming and self-care and, and being the best mom and being the best me that I can be to be their mom.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm, I, gray is a thing. I mean, it really is. I feel like you're so spot on gray and like beige, <laughs> I yeah. have, like 20 sweaters in that color scheme. <laughs> I need to, I need to go through those.
0: Yeah. I have a new um, rule about gray. No more gray. <laughs> no
2: more gray. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I am so appreciative, Stephanie, of you coming on here and sharing these tidbits. Folks can, can, can cut, touch base with you and find your resources on your website which is just the secret slob.com. Yep, that's right. Okay. And on YouTube, check out her videos, watch her videos, connect with her on Instagram, follow along with her journey because it is inspiring to see people who are willing to share their messes and then also share how they're getting over these little messes. And if you are feeling more messy than normal, because life has been flipped on its head in the last year, don't don't be alarmed. That's, I think, kind of the new normal. And well, I don't like saying that word, but it's a new state for a lot of us. So I hope that you're excited to learn from Stephanie. Stephanie, I love to ask this question to people before we get off the call, because I feel like it varies and it's different for everyone, but then sometimes it's the same. And I just, I'm curious and we are all about wellness and helping people kind of take care of themselves. What is one thing that you do on the regular to just maintain your sanity that just self-care if you want to call it that just something that makes you feel good
0: one thing that I do regularly oh I do lots of things I think I read books by myself up in my room I trade off with my husband he takes them I mean I have an amazing partner Mm -hmm. I get dressed full hair and makeup pretty much every day whether I leave the house or not (laughs) and my full makeup isn't crazy but I just it makes me feel like I care about myself You know, That's
2: I it really yeah. is. Actually, yeah.
0: And I exercise and we eat healthy, and just generally, I read somewhere that self care doesn't have to be a special trip to the, the spa or this, it's mm. every day. Mm. And as a mom, you know, taking a shower every day is <laughs> glorious, but we don't all do it. <laughs> I it's know so the fact
2: that I do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you're right. It should be a part, a habitual part of our routine to just manage ourselves and not wait. Like, I, I mean, I'm just thinking about what you were saying about cleaning and that, that sort of overwhelming cleaning where you go about and do everything all at one time is that feels like a spa day, right? You should, should do that. That's great. But that shouldn't be what you do Yeah, only. It's like just one element every day. Work
0: it into your life. I sit with my favorite little cup of chai in the mornings and just, I love that. I can't, I don't get time away from my kids, so it can't be special alone me time. It has to be worked into the day or it's not going to happen. Yeah. My kids come and do their makeup. They put their lip gloss on. They love it. (laughs) I love that.
2: Great. All right. Well, thank you, Stephanie, so much for joining us folks. All the notes and the links and everything will be in the show notes and, and stay connected with Stephanie. She's a true inspiration.
0: Well, thanks so much for having me, Lacey. It was so nice to meet you and have this
1: conversation. Hey friends, so just wanted to let you know about some of the things we have going on at the schoolhouse and online. Uh, Wednesday, May 12th, we have New Moon Tea. That's a special time that Lacey has with other ladies to celebrate the new moon, have a special tea blend, and uh, have kind of a more in-depth discussion. Um, We have an oils webinar online coming up Thursday, May 13th. Um, that's going to be on pain and inflammation and how to use essential oils to manage that. Then on uh, May 24th, we're going to be going live in the Schoolhouse Life Group, just talking about gardening, what you should be doing now, we'll cut some of the things that we've got going on, and you know, kind of just get some of your questions answered for the month of May. And then Sunday, May 30th, we have Farmer Mastermind, which is at the Schoolhouse. That's a group of farmers, we just get together, small-scale farmers, and talk about what we've got going on, some of the challenges, help each other brainstorm, that kind of thing. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, we'd love to have you. Um, Our website is more up to date now, so you can go to the schoolhouselife.com backslash calendar and see all of the events that we've got going on. You can register for them, buy tickets for them. Uh, that kind of thing. So we'd love to have you join us on any of that that you're interested in and uh, please pass the word on. Thanks for listening to this episode.